Uh, our scripture reading today comes from Joshua 1, 6 through 9. Be strong and courageous, for you shall put this people in possession of the land that I swore to their ancestors to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to act in accordance with all the law that my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn to it from the right hand or to the left, so that you may be successful wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate it on it day and night, so that you may be careful to act in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall be successful. I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The word of God for the people of God. Thank you, Wyatt, for reading scripture and all our seniors for participating today. Um, If you haven't met me, I'm Paul Mosley. I'm the youth pastor here, and it is my honor to bring uh, a word today. Graduates get a lot of advice from many different people at this time of year, from parents, step-parents, grandparents telling them what they need to do next to friends suggesting where they should go guidance counselors and academic advisors making sure that everything's lined up so we don't mess it up at the last minute. They've got religious leaders challenging them in baccalaureate services, youth pastors preaching at Senior Sunday, and community leaders inspiring them at graduation ceremonies. Ultimately though, after all advice is given, seniors, it's your life to live and your choice for how you choose to live it. We can try and tell you about it. We can inspire you to live well. We can try and challenge you to make a difference, but no one can do it for you. You must make your own choices and live with the results. For your parents, this is a unique time filled with great excitement, anxiety, and perhaps a little bit of fear too. They're wondering what will come of all the prayers I've prayed over you. They haven't stopped praying and they're not gonna stop anytime soon, but they're wondering. Will you make them proud? Will you be safe out on your own? Will you call just to check in or only when you need a little bit of extra spending money? (laughs) So this is an understandably emotional time for family members. But also for you seniors, this is a unique time filled with great excitement, anxiety, and perhaps a little bit of fear. Or in the words of the great philosopher Taylor Swift, maybe you feel happy, free, confused, and lonely at the same time. Stepping out into the great unknown always brings on these kinds of emotions because it forces you and all of us to consider questions that will define our futures. Questions like, who has God called me to be at this time in my life? What has God called me to do at this time in my life? And do I have what it takes? These are questions about identity, purpose, and provision. And you won't always have the freedom or time on your hands to pray and think about and dream and and talk about your answers to those questions. The grown-up world fills with its demands and bills and decisions and appointments and all the other things comes soon enough. And before you know it, you get caught in that daily grind that keeps these questions at arm's length. And that's why it's a grind. All of your time and energy and resources get swallowed up and there's hardly any freedom to think about the great possibilities. There's hardly any time to dream about the future and what God might be calling you to be but you have that time right now to think about the questions when you're standing at this boundary line between the world that you've always known and the new world just ahead. 
In the Old Testament, Israel found itself precisely at that same place, at the boundary line between the past and the future. They didn't get there quickly. In some of the earliest history, Israel was enslaved under Pharaoh in Egypt, right? They had harsh taskmasters to obey, large quota demands to meet, no freedom, no power, no place, no authority. And now some of you students in the room might be thinking, that sounds a lot like high school. But (laughs) I'm pretty sure the Israelites had it worse than high school. Um, When God finally rescued them from the situation, though, they didn't know what to do. They didn't know who they were or what they were supposed to do with this newfound freedom. People had been telling Israelites what to do for 400 years, and they were clueless what to do when they were responsible for themselves. But God was gracious to them. He instructed them about who they were to be and what they were to do, and God promised them that they had what it took to make it through. But as people do, they tripped up, and they began answering these questions all wrong, questions of identity and purpose and provision, and they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years, They lost sight of what God had called them to be and what God had called them to do. And they began to doubt if they had what it took to do what they were supposed to. It's similar to what happens to those students who go to college campuses or start their first big boy, big girl, adult job, and they don't know how to respond to their newfound freedom with no one watching over them or telling them what to do. They stay out all night. They waste their money on Taco Bell and other ill-advised purchases. They might fail a class or two, and it ends up that they are wandering in the wilderness. And just so you know, this kind of wandering doesn't happen just for students. It happens for adults. We don't call it wandering in the wilderness. We might call it a midlife crisis or something like that. So so the questions about identity and purpose and provision shouldn't be put off by students or adults because they're important questions for all of us. So finally, Israel finds itself at the edge of the promised land, at the boundary line between their past and their future, right? There was no question about where they were going, but there were many questions about who they would be and what they would do and if they had what it took to accomplish the task when they get there. And so they pause on the banks of the Jordan River to listen to Moses deliver a 30-chapter commencement address. I really hope your graduation ceremony does not take 30 chapters for them to talk to you. But this is the book of Deuteronomy. And at the end of the speech, Moses passes on the leadership to Joshua, and then he just pieces out. Moses dies. So uh, Joshua's a little bit overwhelmed at this point by the big expectations that are now rested on his shoulders. He's about to step into the great unknown, so he's probably feeling some excitement, anxiety, and perhaps a little bit of fear. And God spoke to him there at the boundary line. As Wyatt read earlier in uh, Joshua chapter 1, verse 6 through 9, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore their ancestors to give them. Be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. You may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you'll be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Now, I recognize things have changed since Joshua's day. Things have changed since I've been in high school. But even though things have changed and will forever continue to change, when it comes to crossing that boundary line from what has been into what is to come, there are a few things that haven't changed that we can learn from God's word to Joshua. 
First, you must remember who God has called you to be. For Joshua, God called him to be the leader that led people into the promised land. And so being a leader means that you will have people that will quick to criticize and second guess whatever decision you make. Everyone has an opinion about everything. And so the words that precede his call as a leader is be strong and courageous. Joshua had to stand in strength and courage to who God had called him to be because if he forgot for even a second who God called him to be, he'd probably give up or give in or settle for something less. And the same is true for all of us, right? We're all called to be all that God has called us to be. But remembering this requires strength and courage because there are people, sometimes friends, sometimes advisors, sometimes even family members who offer ideas and plans for you that encourage you to settle for second best. When you cross the boundary line, you will have people pulling you in all sorts of directions and offering you all sorts of opportunities. But like Joshua, remember who God has called you to be. The second thing is that you should remember what God has called you to do. In verse seven, God tells Joshua to be careful to obey all the law that Moses gave to him. Don't turn away from it, don't compromise on it. At the heart of remembering what God has called us to do is remembering the book of the law, the Bible. Do not neglect this book. The Bible is full of stories of people asking and answering questions about who God is and what God wants. It's our sacred text that offers wisdom of people struggling and striving to live in obedience and right relationship with God. It's a book that God uses, according to 2 Timothy, to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. There in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, God tells Joshua, keep this book of the law on your lips. That means talk about it. Meditate on it day and night. Read it. Really think about it. Chew on it so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. If you're going to remember what God has called you to do when crossing the boundary line, then you need to read the book, think about it, and find some friends to talk about it with. This is all helping to aim to do what's written in it. And actually doing what the Bible says requires strength and courage because other people will be quick to point out what so many in this world think, that the Bible is an outdated book with outdated thoughts that has no relevance on today's life. Many Christians who are recognized in churches around the world today you know, are struggling and they adopt that stance for the next four years. And my hope and prayer for you and many of the people in this room's hope and prayer for you is that that doesn't happen to you. I want you guys to summon your strength and courage to say that if holiness, love, grace, and truth are outdated and irrelevant today, then that is a problem with modern society and not with God's word. If you're going to remember what God has called you to do, you're going to have to get into the Bible and allow it to get into you. And the last thing I want to suggest that didn't change from Joshua's time to ours is that you have to remember that you have what it takes. Joshua had what he needed to be all that God had called him to be and to do all that God had called him to do for two things, two reasons. It's that because he didn't go on the journey alone. He had God's people on his side. But more importantly, he had the Lord on his side. Verse nine, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I want you to know today that you never have to feel alone, guys. You never have to feel alone because you are on this journey with this entire church behind you. We love you, we care about you, and we are so, so proud of each and every one of you. 
But more importantly, I want you to know that you never have to doubt if you have what it takes because God is on your side and he will be with you wherever you go. When you cross the boundary line into the future that God has for you, there will be times when you feel like giving up. There will be times when you feel like you don't know what to do. There'll be times when you feel like you're at the breaking point. But don't be afraid and don't be discouraged. Be strong and courageous. Remember who God has called you to be. Remember what God has called you to do. And remember that you have what it takes. May you be successful wherever you go and prosper in all that you do. Thanks be to God.